podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. guest so walsh couldn't make this powder blessed with guest jason tonight how you doing guest what's happening what's new doing pretty well happy to answer i think my second call up of the season yeah uh, it's I, good to be back but, i think i'm probably sounding a little better than usual yeah definitely sounding better than usual i think you swapped in for me last time because you weren't there for yeah. the irl pod right correct yeah I, I did just me and walsh the last time i was on i think it was great and i think you're gonna do great so How's your FPL team doing? How'd you do this week? Um, uh, I, I like a lot of people did worse than me. Um, I, I of course blanked on my captaincy, uh, but that's par for the course. Uh, I got knocked out of the cup today by three points. Oh, you captain Tammy? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, dude. This this fuck I was up against. He uh he had Wilf and Kelly and uh Ryan. So he just trickled in the points today oh. and beat me by three points. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of actual action in the game today, but that's annoying. I mean, I got slaughtered in the cup, so whatever. Fuck the cup. Okay, um, so we're not, I'm not the only one. That's good. I mean, I got absolutely murdered. So, yeah. I, I'm, mm-hmm. What I'm most curious about looking at your team, that I think is like a pretty template-ish team. Most of your players are, you know, normal. Like, you benched Robbo. And started yeah. Lundy, Trent, and Chilwell. Where did that come from? Were you up at like six twenty-five a.m. and got a leaked lineup or something? Yeah, that, no, no, no. I uh, I had meant to set my alarm to try to seek out the leaked lineup, yeah. but this was like one of the last things I did before I passed out the night before. Um, I I don't know. I was talking to someone in Slack, and they might have told me to do something. I don't know. I just kind of like did the opposite of what someone said and it kind of panned <laughs> out. I I'd been going back and forth between benching um I think I was going to bench Mount or Robo and I just figured Robo is due for a rest or something cuz mm-hmm. I like the man's an absolute fucking machine. I don't yeah. even know how he's been doing it up to this point. So I just thought like there's no way I'm getting double pool clean. I might as well you know, bench one and wow. Trent was more likely to play than Robbo. I mean that that was a fucking huge benching because you, you got. Yeah. Some on the other too. hand, I benched my Rico points, which well, that's is, the only time you know, Rico scores do. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So looking at your team, just because I think listeners are less familiar with you and your team and shit. I mean, it looks good. You mentioned Mount though. You have Mount Pulisic and Tammy. The triple Chelsea attack is a fucking <laughs> nightmare. What are yeah, your yeah, initial I, thoughts on that? I mean, before we like do my team and, and more Chelsea talk. Uh, you know, I mean, do, do you want to get into like the plights of Chelsea attack, much well, less triple Chelsea attack? Not or, yet, but I'm just that. curious what like your gut is. Like, are you just raging? Like, are they all getting ripped out of your fucking team, or are you just like? Oh, I, don't I, know. I am fucking like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like simmering right now and it's going to come to a boil a little later probably. <laughs> but uh, I, I like it's not that I was planning to take advantage of this fucking beautiful home banker against uh, a shit defense that's like, you know, even shitter than normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just like it, it was I just thought like, oh, I don't 
normally catch a lucky break, but here we go. Like this beautiful fixture. I, I wasn't planning on having three Chelsea attackers. It just kind of worked out that way because I had other priorities and I was just primed for this fucking beautiful week. And, and I, yeah. I mean, you, you know how I feel about Bournemouth. It's been said before, uh, but I learned another valuable lesson. You can't count on Bournemouth players. So I don't own them. You can't really count on players to beat down Bournemouth because they'll still get you. So like just fucking don't have anything to do with Bournemouth ever. Just full avoid Bournemouth. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I I mean, that might be the right, the right call. They certainly like shocked everyone. Um, All right. So let me, I I got 63 points. You got 65. So we, we basically got the same points and you got a hundred K green. It's not nothing. I got a even smaller green than that, but I'll take it. A um, lot of good things. I mean, Kev and VVD seven and Lundy's eleven. Even Soy got a bath. Ryan today looked poised for the clean, but a Wolf worldy just didn't let that happen at all. But then, I mean, similar to I think you and a lot of other people, I just said every other attacker I had except for Vardy's assist blanked. There's Pulisic, Ali, Matto, Tammy, Kane. Which is just yeah. I, like, I was it, able to pick up an assist from uh, Jimenez, but yeah, otherwise it was just yeah. Blank it's just blank city this week. A lot of cleans this week. So I mean, I think the people who flew had Mo probably, and uh, people who didn't have Mo or Kevin had really bad weeks, and we're just right in between there, I guess. So yeah, let me do some housekeeping. Um, Shout out to FML Field Prize Mug League leader for December so far, Dan Gurung, aka Basaka Flocka Flame. Which you gotta respect Oof. that a lot. On a ninety-five pointer this week, flying in December, so he's doing that. And then shout out to the leader of the FML Field Public League. This guy's been on top most of the season. Martin Vetter, aka the Dab Academy dropouts, up to three hundred thirty-first. So it's pretty fucking good. All right, so should we just start with Chelsea? I mean, so we got questions. Al, G, Babinez, Max, DeWitt, all wondering what the fuck to do with Pulisic. You and I both have him. Murph on Slack said, does Tammy need to go? And and Babinez again said, Pulisic or Richarlison for the next three weeks. So what are you thinking regarding Chelsea? Uh, Yeah, um, I was reading some comments that Fat Frank gave afterward, and I guess he, he sort of... Pointed the finger at a uh, fatigue, um, but I don't know. I it, it's hard to separate what I what I think is happening from how my emotions are reacting to yeah. what happened to me. Like, uh, it, let's not understate the trauma of having three attackers and a home banker all come up blank in a fucking one nil loss. Like, it's brutal. It. it yeah, it's they were like two like goal think. favorites, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's hard, and I lost. I fucking gambled on it. Like I, I lost all my units this weekend. I like it was just what a fucking shit show. <laughs> um, so I, I, it's hard. I like maybe we should just talk about the individual players. Yeah, I mean, so Pulisic, I think, have. is one to start with. I mean, if you include okay. Champions League, you have six straight blanks. He, by my eyes, still looks pretty good, even though he was, you know, he didn't do much this week in terms of like FPL returns. I mean, he still had the best chance of the match. He 
you know, I don't know. I what do you, what are you thinking with him? Like I yeah. I was talking to sorry, before you go, it's just I was talking to Walsh about this a lot because we keep doing the thing where and it's sort of like a classic FBL thing, LOL FBL. Like we remove a guy, we're patient with a guy, maybe even more patient than the FBL community at large, thinking of like Mo, Pookie, Robbo, recent transfers out. And then they start hauling. And it's just like I can't tell if we're just remembering the times it doesn't work out. You know, there's plenty of guys we fucking transfer out that don't start returning. Most of them probably. But it feels so bad to get rid of guys who then go on these runs. And I'm just like shook a little bit from those experiences. And I'm scared that I'm just going to get rid of Pulisic even though he's blank six straight. And I feel like he's just going to like punish me or something. I I don't know. What, What are you thinking about him? Oh, I, I mean, uh, to to your point, um, yeah, we're, we're all like severe victims of confirmation bias, and yeah, you know, every time we're burned by such a move, we remember it very uh, vividly, and then not so much when it pays off because we right. held on to a guy for fucking six weeks before he returned. Right. Um. So, yeah, that's real. But uh, I Pulisic is also like I have a personal weakness for this sort of player who has amazing underlying number or just very strong underlying numbers and hasn't yet brought in the returns to match. Well, he had and, the returns before you had him <laughs> and then yeah, he hasn't had the returns since. Yeah. 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 But, but he's, he continues to put up good numbers. Yeah, he, he, he had the highest XG of any of his teammates. He put up three shots. Uh, only Tammy had one more, um, you know, he looked good in the eye test. The, the thing that is a downer is him getting subbed, Um, but he still looks like one of their better attackers and just, you know, provided Frank still believes in him. I like, I, he's the one I want to hang on to because I want my investment to fucking pay off. And and that's my weakness. Right. When it comes to this sort of player in this game. So I'm not saying that's good advice for everyone. I'm just saying like, I feel like I have more patience for Pulisic compared to Mason or even fucking Tammy, dude. I don't know, man. We'll get to Tammy, but I'm, yeah. I'm having mixed feelings It's sort feels of like an almost gambler's fallacy situation where it's like he keeps looking good and he keeps putting up numbers. Like He's got to score eventually. It's sort of like a VVDU scenario, but yeah, I don't know. I'm having a hard time just with Chelsea in general. Like Their numbers are still good. They should be scoring goals based off of the numbers that they're putting up, and they're just not scoring goals. And Everyone seems to have just gone kind of like cold, and maybe it is fatigue, but they've all gone cold at the exact same time. I think that this mini, you know, this like full week off for them is is really good before the real pileup begins. And ah, man, I have a hard time. I mean, they, this biggest match of their season so so far against Spurs on Sunday, and then. Then the fixtures are pretty good after that. I mean, I'm sure Pulisic won't start all of them because some of them are like two days rest. But after the Spurs match, they have home Southampton, away Arsenal, away Brighton, home Burnley, away Newcastle, home Arsenal. So two Arsenals in the next, you know, seven or six is yeah. great. That's fucking great. Um, it's a pretty scenic fixture run. Yeah, so... I don't know. I'm, I keep being torn between these things of like, well, the numbers are good... The eye test is sort of good, sort of bad, and the results just aren't coming. And I'm like, I 
I guess I'm going to be patient, but at the same time, there's other guys performing, so I don't know. So Tammy, you're you're less high on Tammy than Pulisic. Uh, I uh, not not for like real objective reasons that equate to good FPL advice, just right. like weird inner turmoil feels. Um, I I don't know, man. Tammy, I, I just I got fucking burned by the captaincy. It, it, it's yeah. it's really that. That's it's your fault. Like. Tammy's still a guy, and I think you raise a really good point about the week-long rest. I mean, uh, like, they, they fucking put up two XG in that game and didn't have any goals to show for it. Like, that's, that, a lot of that's bad luck, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's everyone's finishing going cold at the exact same time. Like, yeah. they've, they've been doing this for a while now. I mean, the West Ham match, they also lost one nil. they put, 2.7 xg in that match so that you know that's usually like a 4-1 or something they just didn't do it you know it's like yeah and yeah. and like yeah i mean they've now lost two in a row i i thought last week they've lost everton three out of the last a, four yeah i thought it was just a fluke because like, like dastardly duncan just fucking <laughs> did chelsea but but like it's fucking bournemouth like there's no yeah you're not going to be like, oh, they were outclassed. Like, no, like some fucking yeah. terrible luck occurred and this like anomaly happened and we have three, I have three blanks to show for it. Right. And it's sort of like, you know, there's murmurs of like, oh, like Fat Frank's manager bounces wearing out. Like he actually doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And I'm like, there's no way of actually knowing that or quantifying that. And I have no idea if that's actually happening or not, and I just it just fucking does my head. And the one thing that I'll say about Tammy that is an objective negative about him is that since getting hurt, he's been pretty bad. And I I swear, watching him like three or four times a match, he gets up slowly and is like holding and grimacing his hip or like rib side, whatever. And I'm just like a little worried that he's just getting run into the ground and playing through pain, and maybe that's yeah, why he's been a little worse. They, they did rush him back, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not like I wouldn't say Tammy's a high priority sell. In fact, you you'd be in a privileged position where like that is your move to make. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, like it, you know, the fixtures are fine. At spuds, or sorry, home spuds, are they? Ha- no, at spuds. No, it's away. Like, that's yeah, a, it's away. That's, yeah, that's that's fine. They they don't defend well. It's okay. Like, and then the fixtures after that are great. Like, you can, it's fine to keep Tammy. It's it's. I think it's fine to keep Pulisic. I think it's probably not fine to hold Mason. Yeah, Mount is fucking. I, he was pissing he's, me off so fucking much. He in that is match. like firmly so in diabolical territory. He was so bad. Uh, he was like, oh god. If someone else better than him was getting on those chances, I really believe they could have. They could have won. But yeah, okay. So that's Chelsea. I don't know. It's a very sketchy time to be like all in on Chelsea guys, and I think there's teams that are way outperforming them. So it's I don't know. My my itchy trigger finger is itchy my trigger finger is itchy i don't know what to say um what do you want to talk about next um uh, i wouldn't mind discussing united yeah let's talk about united i mean so walsh went all in on tony and rash 
We had Ryan Hemmings on Slack wrote in, do we trust Ole at the wheel with the Manchester United assets? Do we break up our teams to squeeze in, to squeeze ration or play it safe with Tony Gloves? I don't know why Tony Gloves is playing it safe, but <laughs> um, I mean, they were, it's a one match sample, but they were diabolical. I would say they were really bad against the bus, which was kind of the fear. I mean, the, yeah. And this was the theory that you talked about last week going yeah, into this had, fixture. Exactly. They had one big chance and it was within the first minute and it was Lingard doing like a 180, and it's Lingard. So obviously it was never going to go in in the first place. If you subtract that, they were just horrible and all they did was take horrible shots all day. And Tony took one shot. It was outside the box. All of Rash's shots were just like ridiculously bad angle, bad chances. So how much do you read into this? Like, I mean, the fixtures on paper are still ridiculously good. Um, man, I'm having trouble reading into these teams playing like shit against Everton flying high on the new manager bounce. It, like, I just, I don't know how to separate these variables that are clashing. Um we we know i mean we suspected united were going to have trouble playing against a bus like a fucking fierce bus and they did and that doesn't confirm that they're unable to do so they just yeah. kind of got done on the day uh well not done cuz you know enter mason and uh <laughs> you get a point out of it but i i, I mean drawing to fucking everton is bad it like is, yeah. they drop points at home to Everton. But, That's but bad. like we're also we're kind of treating United like a top four team, and where you expect them to just win against almost everyone. Yeah, and I mean, that's, you know, that ship has sailed. That empire has crumbled, or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just rubbing it in. But uh, like they they regularly bottle it against decent opposition. It's not new. Um, it's a thing they do. I think when you bring in two attackers, you're kind of like that's going to happen once in a while. They're they're not just suddenly good. Like they put in good performances sometimes, but they put in shit performances. Like well, you know, maybe not half the time, but right around that. Yeah. So what are you saying? I mean, are you saying you wouldn't get Rash and you wouldn't get Tony? No, no. Even I'm, in I'm this picture run. I'm actually I'm no no I'm I'm looking at bringing in Rash. Uh Tony I'm not sold on. I've owned Tony twice now in two different spells this season. Oh god. Um I I've gotten some points out of him, but I've usually felt like I should be owning Rash instead of Tony. Yeah. And uh the stats kind of back that. I I like I know that they're not uh stuck in their respective positions. They there's a lot of movement when the two of them are together. But um, the fact is that Rash is just consistently putting out more shots. Yeah, and Martial just didn't really do anything. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm torn on this shit too. I mean, like I, I brought up all those numbers that I crunched on the last pod and based on the numbers this week against Everton and, and the highlights, and I, I was half watching the game live and then obviously I watched highlights. It's just, I, I just thought they were so bad. Like Everton, it was very easy for Everton to make United just like funnel the ball wide and take shitty shots. And yeah, sometimes Rashford scores worldies and sometimes Martial scores worldies. But for the most part, when I look at away Watford, home Newcastle, away Burnley, I'm just like, I think those teams can do the same job. And 
you know, I'm not going to say Rashford's a bad pick. He's still a good pick. They're still going to win a million pens. He's still going to get his goals. But I just, when everyone is so quick, always with United, because there's so many United fans, everyone's so quick as soon as they do anything good or show any promise to just be like, oh, my God, Manchester United, best thing ever, like price rising everywhere, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, less sold than I was last pod. I, I don't really like their prospects in these next three. I, I agree. I, I think they're going to struggle in the, in the coming fixtures. And I think at the same time there will be, you know, rash will return. Maybe Tony gloves will too, but it, I'm not expecting like festive score lines or anything. So why like, are you considering rash? Um, I, I I really want Tammy out, and uh, yeah. Rash is on pens, and he's pretty high ownership, and uh, there's just something catchy about the VAR front line. <laughs> Don't get baited by the acronym. I mean, so let's talk about forwards. Let's move to forwards, because we actually got a lot of questions about just forwards in general. Let me read these four questions. Jono said, what strikers are good? Are Tammy and Jesus holds until better options appear? Tell me what you think about Rash. So we kind of just did that. Eli on Slack, alongside Vardy and Rashford, who's your third striker? I trapped myself with Musette. Ings has poor fixtures. Where do we stand on Tammy, Jimenez, the rest? Dbeck also asking who are the good guys up top. I thought I knew, but I'm struggling with these spots. And then John Astry, rank the top three forwards, maybe in the cheaper 6-5 and down, and then above 6-5, seeing inconsistency. Is it better to go cheap forwards and spend in mid or vice versa? So... It seems like yeah, we've been, everyone's been going back and forth on on the forward line like all season. Like it was VAR, it was Vag for a while, and then it was VAR, and now I don't know. People are unsure about Rashford and Jimenez's bad fixtures, and Tammy's trending down. So, what are you thinking for forwards? You, like, are are you just not finding anyone else that you like alongside Vardy and Jimenez? Uh, I, I've been, um, th- this last couple of days, actually, I've been in kind of planning out my transfers, uh, cause I, I have two frees and stuff so I can move around a few places. I like that. I, I, I've been, um, I've been kind of second guessing the three forwards thing. Um, I, uh, it's hard to say cause like, you know, rash owners were flying not too long ago and then he fucking blanks and it's like the end of the world. So I don't advocate just drastically shipping out dudes who still look like solid players, like all of these people, all the Vag and Var people. Yeah. Um, like it's all fine for now. It's not urgent, but I am being tempted by the likes of, uh, Musette and Neil and these sort of, these dudes who aren't like perma bench spots, but they're not start every week spots. Um, I, it really like it's you know it's hard to answer in a vacuum because it just comes down to the like, your your team's overall makeup and and what you have yeah. to move around and all that so there's no real blanket answer but um i am getting more tempted by like uh sacrificing one of my three forward spots for these like six and a half type dudes mids you mean oh no, oh, no I mean, just dropping putting, down putting, the cheap forward yeah dropping yeah, down yeah. and then yeah, reinvesting elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, so Vardy's obviously not worth talking about. No, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, right. Yeah, we Next. don't have to talk about him. Jimenez, you have, I think he's like a season long hold. I'm that confident in him. I mean, 
you know, he has Norwich this week, which is good. And then he has home city away Liverpool. So, you know, bad short term, but like, he's just so central to everything and looks so good and just so nailed that like, he's just going to tick all season and he's cheap. And so I feel like he's just a very, very easy pick. The third guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I have fucking Kane. Like, He's horrible. I mean, Kuhn is back soon. He isn't. He was pictured in training. I think Mopai is, is a real dude. I mean, he's scored three straight. He looks really good. He's putting up numbers. I fucking love Brighton and him, and I think he's so good. I think he's very reasonable. I mean, Jesus, you hold him, I guess, until he's dropped, but... Yeah, I mean, for that third spot, we're kind of looking at, like, Rash, Tammy, Ings, Kane, and, like, Neil or something like that. Yeah, and, are, people aren't seriously talking about Pookie, right? I saw that was one of the questions, but is that was that a joke or is that real? I don't know. It might be real. I mean, <laughs> like, obviously me and Walsh both held Pookie for, like, six, seven blanks or something like that, and then he hasn't blanked since. I mean, he has yeah, but, a fucking broken toe, and he's just like he's like running through the best defense in the league in Leicester, yeah. and just like owning all day. I, I'm just telling myself like they're they're going to get relegated. They they rarely break one xg per game. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, he he gets these goals against good teams, but then like, why would you put yourself in a position where you own that fuck again after what he did to you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not on the precipice of like bringing him in, but I mean, Norwich clearly to me at least were just so injured in that blank stretch and they were just by far the worst team in the league and since then they've been basically good. I mean, 2-0 Everton, 2-2 Arsenal, they lost to Southampton. Ah, eh, they they haven't been good, but they've been solid. And Pookie's been looking back to his best. So, I don't know. I, I I don't have Pookie high on the list, but like I also he's fucking five million cheaper than Kane. I I wish I had Pookie instead of Kane. Like this sure, money yeah. is just wasting away. So I, yeah. I mean, what do you like? What do you think about? I don't know. Is there is there a real argument to be made for like? Say you want to get like a, you know, a sometimes playable third forward, and you're looking at, you know, Neil or Pookie or Dings. Um, but what if the alternative is just like you get Connolly, you collect the occasional one or two pointer off the bench, and you just like you really put your money into like getting everyone's going to need uh Mane or Mo in a week anyway. Like where's that money going to come from? Yeah. I mean, to answer John's question, I think that at this point, none of the premium forwards, I, I don't think they're worth it. Like, I don't think Aubameyang is worth it. I don't think Kane's worth it. I maybe Kuhn when he comes back fit is going to start hauling or something like that, but it's too early to tell. And you know, that that's basically all the, premiums right there i mean i don't think you know obviously jesus won't be worth it when coon's back Laka's dropped bob's out of form the next most expensive guy is rashford at nine so i think bottom line is yeah i want my i want one of if not both like mo and mane so i don't want to be spending premium and forward and someone like neil is is really good and just an enabler and like 
the fixtures are pretty good, and yeah, I, I really like him. Yeah, I honestly, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I there's a pretty good chance I'm going to end up within the next two weeks with just like let's say Vardy and Tammy up front with like Connolly, and then that's going to let me easily get to Mo in midfield. What for Mount? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm also going to drop Robo because uh, uh, I'll get Robo down to Kelly, and just between that and like Jimenez down to Connolly, like I have all the money in the world. Right. I mean, I I think you should keep Jimenez, but that's just me. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, there's there's Connolly. He's kind of injured right now, but even like Greenwood, just like I mean, he like needs to get minutes. He's putting up numbers every single time he gets on the pitch, and then there's also Martinelli, who's just like. Looks like Arsenal's best attacker. I mean, who knows what Arteta's going to think about him once that deal gets done. But, like, I don't know. There there are enabler-type third forwards that yeah, Martin, come off I, your bench. I, uh, I never even thought about Martinelli seriously until you said you were going to keep an eye on him last pod. And uh, he, he had that chance, like, in the first yeah, 30 he seconds, the, right? He had their only chance, basically. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. Like, he's, no, he's actually good. good. Yeah. Yeah, uh... I mean, yeah, right, right. I like, I have Sokka still on my bench. Oh like, my god, I can't believe it doesn't you even, Sokka. Holy yeah, like, shit! It almost doesn't matter what you do with that third four point five slot if you have one. So, like, yeah, get Martinelli. Why not? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good. Oh, that, god. That's probably the only Ars cast player I would even like be positive towards going for at this point so let me ask you i'm just curious i feel like this pod is like a different flow because you and i don't talk fpl as much as me and walsh do like to each other but like so why are you gonna why is your plan to drop jimenez and not tammy explain that decision to me it's not it's not really my plan i'm just i'm just just spitballing my my main like uh short-term um issue is that I need to free up funds to get Mo or Mane after this week. Okay, so, so just one taking, of your forwards is going to get sacrificed, and, and Robbo. Robbo's definitely getting sacrificed. Why and, though? Um, because double pool defense has not worked all season. Even when they started cleaning, I only get one or the other. I know, but yeah, I mean, I understand the frustration of having them all season, but like. Now they have three cleans in a row. If you include Salzburg, is now really the time to ditch double uh, at no, the back? Because I'm thinking about like going double at the back now. Even uh, though they I, have hard fi- they have hard attacking fixtures, I think they'll keep some cleans though. Oh, it's it's not a diabolical move to 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 keep both of them. I think that's fine. But I I'm just still seeing that cleans are coming in from everywhere. Uh, yeah. Where it, the the whole like rotating cheap defenders thing is very viable still. Yeah, so it's been good this year. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. like I can I can deal with that. That's fine. Right. Okay. That's interesting. So and and it's it's really like more so my issue is that um I I like my more expensive midfielders in Kev and Sunny Boy and uh I don't want to I don't want to upgrade one of them to Mo or Mane. So right, I, I need to them. Yeah. yeah I need to raise up one of the cheaper guys and I I'm stubbornly wanting to stick with Pulisic so it just takes a lot to get Mount up to Mo. Yeah, it does take a lot. Hmm. I don't know. We'll get to, we'll get to your team. I don't really want to talk about Liverpool. We got some questions in though just basically 
what do you think people should be doing with their Liverpool assets in the blank? That's the only question I think that's worth talking about this week. Like for me, oh. you keep as many as possible. Like they're the best team in the league, maybe the world. Why are we getting rid of the players that are only missing one week? I, I, I mean, at, like at this point uh, on the calendar, you should have already like prepared a bench, like just some half viable bench to cover the the absence of the Liverpool players. Um, I if I had two. If I had like Mo and Mane, I'd probably hope to hold them because like you're gonna want both of them pretty soon. Like Mo looks fucking back or about to be back, and yeah, he's he looks back. Yeah, and you know Mane just blinked, but he's he's fine. He's he's no, good. He, even he got an assist. Like he, oh yeah, he, yeah, he got yeah. an assist, and he got yeah, a yeah. fucking goal that was ruled off by like his fucking pubic right, hair. Right, so. yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, there's nothing bad to say about either one. So yeah, I mean, I would just suffer the lower score this week and like don't sweat having to transfer in these fucking players that you're gonna want. Right, you probably have value tied in them anyway if you already have them. So with those two dudes, well, that's, a, that's a hold for me. Yeah, yeah especially uh, Mane. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just and, don't and, you know, understand anyway, why everyone's getting rid of like Trent and stuff. And I'm just like, what, dude? Like they just kept three cleans in a row. I'm holding Trent for the season. It's just, uh, you know, I, I I already laid out why I'm willing to drop Robbo. I, I think it's okay if you have two pool defenders to get rid of one because you're probably yeah. also freeing up funds and improving your team in other places. Yeah, I think that's so fine. like, you know, that sure, like that's that's a good reason to do things like that. But um there's no reason to ship out Mo just to bring him back or whatever. Like it, right. yeah, right. just eat the blank. Right. Um all right, let's talk about maybe Man City. I mean, you mentioned Kev, he obviously exploded all over Freddie's fucking face. Um Jeff Dancelak said, "Hi, it's me again, the fuck who keeps selling Kevin." He th- Jeff has removed and bought Kevin like multiple times this season already. You're talking so, about Slackledge Jeff D? Jeff D on Slack, yeah, exactly. Uh, he said, "I the have best two avatars." Yeah, he's great. I have two frees. Do I get him back and just stop doing this to myself? Or do I sleep in the proverbial bed I've made for myself and hope Pep starts to rotate Kevin during the fixtures? Vax is wondering about City Assets. Are there any worth bringing in other than Kev? Raz, question mark. And then Jonah said Foden, Fodinho, looks ready to take over from David sooner than expected. How far off is the 5.1 City option from being a shout for you? Uh, Okay. So um, you're a, you're a city supporter, so yeah, we got so an insider here. It's it's tough to um, you know when you look at a match like City versus Arscast, um, there's like there's no better opponent to make City look good than Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like kind of it's kind of the dream fixture. It's the dream fixture. So uh, I'm gonna hesitate to just really go all in on saying like city are back. They looked fucking amazing. Like, but the, the things that um, stood out to me were obviously Kev playing in a more advanced role. Um, there was a, there was a piece in the athletic a couple days ago mm-hmm. saying that, um, you know, city had sort of like, they're well aware that Bilva is out of form. And uh, they also kind of lumped in Mares, just saying that both were, they suspect that both are like victims of exhaustion and just like not having a good summer break and 
you know, all that stuff, and it just caught up to them, which, yeah. you know, the physios know more than I do. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of, you know, sure, I'll believe some of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, putting Kev in an advanced role was fucking awesome. They looked so much better, Ugh. and it, it wasn't just because Kev is a ginger god, but it was just because, <laughs> like, their movement looked so much more lively, and and again, part of that is that Arsenal just left all the space in the world. I mean, yeah. was it the first goal where Fernandinho just like he literally left the back line, the entire just, midfield yeah, right up the middle, and then yeah. fed it to Jesus like it was nothing. Yeah, like shit like that is not normal when like most teams try to defend and Arsenal don't. <laughs> so like you know, but at the same time, like if if that was an experiment and it obviously paid off. If we see Kev playing further up like that, then I would absolutely look at not just him, but other city attackers who are going to benefit hugely from that. Yeah. And I think one, one of the, you know, we've talked about him basically every fucking episode, but like Raz, there was a clear message. I think tactically that, they need more movement and they need to not just like stick to their sides and do nothing like Raz has done for most of the season. Yep. And like, if you just look at his heat map or like touch heat map and stuff like that, like he was drifting in central a lot more than we've seen for the majority of the season. And he, he didn't even have, there were some matches this season where he would have like double digit touches in the box, but they were just kind of like, worthless touches like running laterally or or from really wide and then he would put in a shitty cross like he had three shots in the box you know and he had a big chance like that tap in goal i think that like whatever pep told jesus raz kept to do felt to me more like old city than than anything else about the game like obviously i agree with you arsenal left way too much space completely disorganized they just don't have a manager but the movement of Raz and Jesus, like J- you said, even for that first the, that first Kev goal, right? Like that was Jesus making a diagonal wide run and then cutting it back into the late runner who was Kev there. It's like, I feel like I wasn't seeing that earlier in the season. And maybe that's just because there was so much space and usually teams play like a lot more conservative against City. But I don't know if Raz puts in like another performance like that with Kev, you know, super far forward and Raz and Jesus exchanging positions and stuff like that. I think it's actually going to be back time to go like back to Raz. But like after one match, I'm not jumping the gun too soon. And Kuhn's back soon, and who knows what that does to everything. But like, and the next yeah. fixture is uh, Leicester, so right. Uh, so that that should be tough. It's it's not like yeah, that's not a fixture you'd be like bringing in all your city attackers for anyway. So, but it's a great fixture to just watch and see is Pep changing the system a little bit? Is Kev allowed to play more advanced now because Bilva needs a rest and Mares is hot and cold? Um, if, if like if those I mean, things Bill are has in play, been so fucking bad this season. I'm so happy to not watch him. Like, yeah, yes, he was great last season. Whatever. Let's not talk about last season. He's been awful this season, and I don't know why he kept playing in the front three. So it was very nice to not watch him. Yep, totally. Uh, I like as we say this, I'm just afraid he's going to fucking start against Leicester and just do nothing on the right wing again. But, um. And also, the the other thing is that uh, 
they did the uh, the Gundo and Rodri double pivot in yeah. midfield. Yeah, and that's it, it, was that the first time it actually looked good and like worked. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it was almost like I don't really know the formation. You know, I don't know what to call it. I mean, there was definitely. A double pivot. Kev was the furthest forward on the, you know, like average position shit um, and drifted right. Raz was just drifting all across the front three. Jesus was everywhere, kind of coming deeper, like almost like a just a, a Firmino ish kind of like not, he wasn't false nine, but he was coming deeper and like pressing a lot and just his passing was particularly good, I thought. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very much like I'm so close. All I need is like one more performance like that, and I'm like Raz needs to be back in my team immediately. Yeah, I, like it, it's tough because he costs so much, and I know for sure I want another twelve point whatever player. Yeah, like, right. Imminently, so I don't know that I I can say Raz is a bigger buy than Mo or Mane, but um. Yeah, uh, the like, thing that me and if, Walsh if you don't talked have about Kev, with Mo or Mane. Have Kev. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go. I was just saying, like Kev, if like if this is a great time to get Kev and just hold him for the rest of the season. I don't think I'll be selling him at all. I, I know yeah. he had a couple slow weeks, but he just fucking put in this explosive performance. Um, you don't have to do it this week, but like just get Kev and keep him in your team for the rest of the season. Well, it's not yeah, going to hurt you. Someone actually on Reddit was like, I, "These guys like keep flip flopping their opinions. Like they were down on Kev, and now they're like hailing Kev as a great pick." And like what I wrote back to him, and I hope it was you know well received. I wasn't trying to be like a dick about it, but we were talking about Kev being out of form because he was playing badly for Kev. Like for him and for City, you know, like we're keeping things in perspective. Like he wasn't putting in like Isaac Hayden performances. Like he still had like good numbers and City are still a good team and Kev is amazing. And for the first, you know, whatever it was, six, eight weeks of the season, he was like, okay, I'm definitely the best midfielder in the league, like maybe the world. And then he slowed down. And that's really what we were talking about. We never really entertain the idea of like either of us getting rid of him. I mean we we talked that like you could and it might not be that bad, but I'm not sure it's the way to get get ahead, you know, and that's, you know, so we both ended up keeping him, but yeah, yeah, I mean what, you got to you got to keep your perspective in check right. because we're talking about a guy who uh like you know, when he's in form, he's uh, like someone you'd expect to be a shoe in on like the short list for the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, and then when absolutely. he's out of form, he's still a nailed guy on the best attack in the league. Right. So, exactly. Like, That's exactly it. Like the his his floor is still like you should probably own this guy, and his ceiling is don't you dare not own this guy. Yeah. True. Good. Good way to put it. So. Last thing on these on these teams is that me and Walsh brought this up last week, and Ray actually wrote in about this as well. Is that so? Liverpool's next fixture run, their next six after the blank, are really bad attacking fixtures. They're away Leicester, home Wolves, home Sheffield United, away Spurs, home Manchester United, away Wolves. There is maybe an argument. I know, like Mane and Mo are fucking gods that you know grace this earth, but like, there's maybe an argument if City do another job like this that like you would want Raz over one of them. It's like I think defensively they could still keep like 
three-ish cleans in that run for sure. But like attacking-wise, do you see actually a lot of goals in those? Uh, I like. Or am I overthinking it and you just get the guys because they're the best? Uh, I mean, yes and no, but the what really put like Mo in my crosshairs is, um, I mean, for like the dude, he just looks fucking confident again. It was that second goal that like that, um, when Divock had that pass come shot, <laughs> pass come. <laughs> the, the fucking like the Welbeck special where he just completely fluffs it right into his teammate. And yeah, then, and then he back heel megs it. had like no time. He wasn't expecting the ball to come to him, but he his reaction was to fucking like side foot nutmeg it into goal from a ridiculous angle. He's like, really good. Like that's not even like him thinking like I better do something because the ball's coming at me. That's like this dude just fucking reacted and pulled off this beautiful. I mean, mate, like I'm not saying he meant to do it or didn't mean to do it. I'm just saying. The dude is fucking amazing and probably full of confidence right now. And like this, that's when you want to get on Mo. Like we, we spent the last couple months being like Mo's out of form. Is he injured? And then he, he gets a little bit of rest. He uh, starts smiling a lot more, starts (laughs) fucking like doing these beautiful world-class goals. Like for me, that's just, like what else am I waiting for? Like yeah, and he's putting up the numbers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm overthinking it. The numbers are already there, you know. Like this team's gonna win the league. Hey, ding. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Oh man, there's, there's so much shit to talk about. We're almost at an hour. No, we're okay. We're okay. Oh, um. Okay. So, Spurs were horrible. Um. They got away with it. They got the points. They they did the job. Um, we got a lot of questions. Do it. Wondering is Ali worth the extra one point seven over Lucas? Ryan is wondering if you have Ali, are you okay for Spurs assets? Is, does he cover all that shit? Aaron and Richard wondering what the fuck do we do with Kane? And Simple Mug is also wondering like how many other players do you think are actually worth owning for the foreseeable future? Again, he's bringing up Lucas, which also is hilarious because I was getting shit on for like shouting Lucas just before this game, and then obviously he scores. So fuck everyone. But yeah, fuck everyone. You <laughs> you've been waving the Lucas flag for a long oh, yeah. time. He's my boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have him. Obviously, I don't have anything I shout. But yeah, I mean, what are you seeing on Spurs? I mean, they they had a really bad performance. We've talked about them every week since since Moo's been in, but. They have mostly really good fixtures coming up. Um, what, who do you have and who do you want? I, I have Sun, and before this week, I really wanted Ali. And uh, I don't want Kane, and I still... I didn't want Kane, and I still don't want Kane. Uh, yeah. he, he just He's overpriced for what he is and for how his teammates um, perform in comparison. So... Um, I I think for me, I'm happy that I have Son, and I believe he edges out the, his teammates to be like the number one pick on Spuds. Um, and then I still like Delhi. Uh, I'm not like I don't feel this like 
I, I was just fucking lusting after him like before this past week. Like I thought I was fucked without him and my team, and then <laughs> yeah. you know he blanked, and I feel a little better about it. But I still, he's still just in most of their attacking moves. Like he's he's just all he's in and around all of it. I yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't want him for the price if you think spuds are on the up and up and they're looking good and. That's that's something I don't feel confident weighing in on because they got fucking lucky pulling out those three points. Like they should not, yeah. they should not I have mean, won. They defended really well. I think people don't give them credit for that because it, it felt like complete and utter domination. But Wolves didn't really actually get good chances. And I want to say also the best chance for either team in the match was Ollie's little like chipped through ball that fell unfortunately to Dyer who hit the post. Yes. So, you know, like Ollie was still even yeah. in a game that bad, he probably like deserved a return uh-huh. for that ball. But yeah, I mean, there's I also think, people Oh, go ahead. I, I think the second best chance of the game was that sitter that Jimenez missed. It wasn't yeah. like a total sitter, but like he, he where he shot wide, like just to the right and right, right, like right. that you know, he he fucking donkeyed it pretty bad. Like any, you'd expect any striker to kind of get that in. But it was a weird game, man. It was a really weird game. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm with you. Basically, I, I'm very down on Kane in this moment. Like even just before we started, I was just curious and was like comparing Neil to Kane, and it's like Neil stats are better. I'd rather have Neil than Kane, and he's fucking five million <laughs> cheaper. It's yeah. just like. That's kind Kane, of that's almost all you have to say. Like, if, yeah, like Kane will get his braces. He'll get his braces. Like, he's still going to end up with a good points tally, and he's going to start all of these games and play ninety in all these games in the pileup. But it's just like so he's so not worth it. Like, he's just so invisible in these in these matches. And Lucas, I still think is good. I still think he's first choice, and you know he has back to back goals. So yeah, we we know that move. Oh, but a uh, quick side note. You guys talked about this on uh, maybe Friday My Life or something, how you need to differentiate from Moo and Mo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I fully in support. It, it's Moo. Mo is yeah. Mo. Moo is Moo. I Moo. agree. I agree. Okay. Thank you. Done. Thank you. Great. <laughs> I just wanted to use this platform. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, we know that Moo, uh, he, he, he likes his best 11 and yeah, he never rotates. You know, it's relatively early days and maybe he's still figuring that out. And I feel a little nervous still in this moment to be like Lucas is one of Moo's guys. Um, he, you know, you know, soon he that might feel like a better thing to say, and you can say that with more confidence. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Um. So he's one that I would just continue to keep an eye on, and once it feels like he's really not going anywhere from that starting lineup, then. Yeah, he's a great pick for the of course for the price. Like, yeah, he's a great pick. But right. right now, I just like I feel comfortable in the warm embrace of our boy Sun and uh I, I want to get a little nasty like, with Ali. Yeah. Yeah, Sun and Ali are definitely like the safest nailed guys. I mean, Ali for whatever it's worth, which is probably very little. Ali also destroys Chelsea. He has a ridiculous record. I think most goals 
against any team he has is Chelsea and who they play this week. So oh, I, I don't I don't know if that's worth anything. Like I never know how to anticipate how to interpret those stats, but he'll be feeling confident at least, you know, going into it is is something. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea's defense is honestly fucking shambolic. So I kind of have a feeling for Ali this week. I think he's he could yeah. do something. I just hope we get a goal fest out of that one. Like neither neither team can defend, so just have some fun and fucking get some dongs. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I agree with the Spurs being in, unable to defend just because recently I think they've actually been under the radar good. Like obviously Adama Traore is not gonna score a worldie every week, but like yeah. <laughs> they they have no midfield, which is bad. And you know, so teams are like getting into the final third easily and getting in the box and stuff. But I think like Jan and Toby and Gaz have been playing well and like blocking everything and like closing down people. So yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they're kind of turning the corner defensively, but I don't know. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, since we're on that Spuds um, Wolves fixture again, uh, we didn't really talk about um, the other Wolves guys, uh, Jota, Jota and. and uh, well, actually, I, I was gonna. I mean, I don't. I don't like Traore is fucking awesome, but I. He's Not the best. In an FBL way. He's the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we have a question about him later, so we'll talk about him later. So we'll, we'll talk to me about Jota. Uh, yeah. So I I was talking about maybe dropping Jimenez earlier, and that's just a financial thing, not, yeah. you know, a points thing. Um, and, you know, I, I do think he's the better pick than Jota, just even though Jota's numbers are better like Jimenez just keeps coming in with the actual FPL points and there's something to that but uh you know what if I'm just thinking about downgrading Jimenez to Jota and because Wolves are just they're not bad they're they're fucking like good up until the point at some point they're gonna just run out of energy and like slow down but that's not happening now. I don't know why. I I don't have any reasons why that would actually. Oh, oh, I'm just talking about it as like some kind of you know inevitability that. Okay. You know they're just they're coming out hard. They're playing in other competitions. They're not rotating that much until recently. Yeah. Like yeah. they've just been exceeding expectations because they didn't really have the depth to pull off something like this, or so we thought early on, right. and they are so. You know, they're just, they seem to be a good team where you can hold a guy. But at the same time, Wolf, I don't remember the last time Wolf scored more than two goals in a game. So you're never going to get like massive returns. You're going to get one, maybe two returns from either Jota or Jimenez. So, um, I. So you, you want to just basically like go with the cheaper guy because the upside's yeah, not there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's like, it's not a bad team to just have a piece of and those are the only two pieces like those two guys are the only way you're going to have a piece of that team and feel anything positive about it yeah i mean i understand you and i think that that is that's like an fpl staple sort of point of view like a, a normal strategy like if there's a cheaper guy who has similar stats go with the cheaper guy i feel like it's usually <clears throat> that usually happens on like a premium team. Like it's usually like I'm not going to get the 11 million forward because this nine million mid is is just as likely to return and like cover or whatever you know. But yeah. Jimenez to me is still 
just cheap enough that you just want to hold him all season. I mean, his goal involvement is fifty two percent. Jota's is twenty seven percent. Ooh, ouch! Yeah, that's that's pretty staggering. I mean, it's it's the creativity that is the big difference, and the shots are similar, the XG is similar, etc. But you know, Jota's XA per ninety is zero point. Sorry, point zero seven, and Jimenez is point three, which is like oh, wow. really good. That's yeah. what I was kind of saying with like how he's just so good and just so central to everything. Is that com- he should be compared not to Jota? He should be being compared to like Pulisic and Maddo and stuff. And I feel right. like he's just gonna tick just as well as someone like Maddo. Like he just, I mean, look at the last four games. He has three assists in the last four, no goals. Jota's never going to do that. Jota's like, I either score a goal or I blank. Yeah, you're right. You, you get what you pay for with those you guys. You get what you pay for. And I, I'm just, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to get Jimenez now just because City and Liverpool back-to-back 1920 is so bad. But I just kind of want him for the rest of the season sometime soon. And he is playing Norwich this week, so I'm like, ah, maybe I should just do it this week. But, yeah, that that's my thoughts on Jimenez versus Jota. It's just... To, for me, it's just like being too cute, sort of. Yeah, it, I guess. Uh, yeah, the the temptation is the same thing. The same thing I have with Pulisic, where like I just I see the numbers and I assume that the points will follow the numbers, and it doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, and I mean, I I really like Jota. You know, like I was all me and Walsh fucking started with him last season, and and. He was so good in the second half of last season. I really rate him and like him, but he's not for my eye at least. I haven't really done the like comparison. I feel like they're playing more of a front three with like wide wingers, Jota being on the left, Adama being on the right. Yeah. Whereas last season, the the kind of moment where they started being really good is when they went to two up top, and it was Jimenez and Jota. And mm-hmm. at that point, I was definitely on the side of like, no, just get Jota. Like he's just better and i and i you know was all about that and for long stretches he did outperform Jimenez last season but yeah this season i just feel like Jimenez is the actual focal point like god of that team and anytime they do anything and he's not involved i'm pretty surprised yeah i'm i i'm always surprised that like he pulls out some good assists man the dude's he's got vision really for good. a fucking donkey yeah he's really fucking good man um all right, last thing before we just rattle off some questions. This is going to be a long pot. I hope you're okay with that. Oh, sure. <laughs> the, the, uh, we, had, we just had two people write in about wildcard who I guess they haven't used their first wildcard yet. So Up Your Arsenal said, for those of us that held our first wildcard, who are a couple punts you guys like for Liverpool players with the intention of wildcarding them back in after this week? So just a couple of puns for this week. And then Ricky Chubb said, can you talk about the strategy around wildcarding at this point? I'm thinking which game week is best, like this week, 19 or 20? Um, what do you do with the Liverpool assets in the blank game week? What are the first names in your team? I mean, we could just talk about this very quickly because I think it doesn't apply to most people. Yeah, I, dude, I don't even know. Like, this is a tough week for fixtures. I don't, it's hard it's to like so spot hard. a worthy punt, you know? Um, like the good teams are playing each other. Uh, United's got Watford, but 
like that that's the one that on paper looks like oh united dudes are going to put yeah. up some big points but mm, maybe i'm biased i don't know how do you feel about it <laughs> i don't love that man i'm looking at like i'm looking at like chris wood i'm looking at ings i'm looking at even like a richarlison or like a calvert lewin Against Arsenal, like I, th- I just consider Arsenal just like a complete joke yeah. at this point. I, I think um, it's fine to target Arsenal as a good fixture. So. Yeah, especially like before Arteta, you know, and yeah. before any bounce or organization or yeah. anything like that. Um, Downsides include, um, you know, Everton. Like we, I don't, I still don't really know what to make of them. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. Rich looks like he wants to. Like Rich, Rich looks good. He's Rich good. is a player who creates points. Um, that seems like a good punt to me. Why not? It, it, the downside is that it's the early game, but yeah, you know. yeah. I don't know what else to punt on. Like Willem's home palace clean or something like that, or like yeah, yeah. Like all these other fixtures, I can't tell if they're going to be nil nil or three three. Yeah, like Chris Wood is someone that I'd be like, yeah, Bournemouth are not going to put in back to back performances like that. He could he could like hat trick or something. I feel like I don't know, but <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think for Ricky's question, which game week is best to wildcard? Probably the week after the blank because you're going to want Liverpool assets. And then what are the first names in your team sheet for wildcard? I mean, everything's so week to week with the forwards we talked about and all that shit. But I think Vardy absolutely nailed. Yeah, Vardy, Kev. Would you go Mo or Mane? You think on wildcard? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, well, that's the thing. You're asking me this week, and the answer is Mo. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. I I might still go Mane. I'm not sure on that. I'd also, probably but- have Maddo on a wildcard. I'd probably have Trent. I'd probably have like Guaita. I don't, I don't know a lesser yeah. defender, some shit like that. Yeah. It. Uh- yeah, yeah. We don't I have mean- to. We don't have to spend too much time. Okay. On this. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to. Some questions. There's a fucking lot. We'll try and bang them out and then and then move on. Um, Balski, have Norwich replaced the keg as the Pookie party back? We kind of talked about that already. I mean, I yeah. kind of like it. They looked really good, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, if you're if you're drinking the Kool Aid, go for it. I don't want none of that. I'm I'm good. Yeah, Hilton wants to know: Is there anyone worth a hit this week? My team is shit. I'm struggling to find anyone I can confidently put in my team. I mean, this week is a rough week to take a hit. That's basically what we just covered. Yeah, I. So if I don't you're hitting, see... I would hit next week. Yeah, there there's no real good argument to take a hit on anyone. I don't see it. I don't know. The the yeah. only thing like look at the fixtures, the only thing that seems reasonably assured is like a palace clean. <laughs> yeah, palace clean is pretty good. Oh, wait, Newcastle is, clean is, is pretty Saint good. Is St. Maximin too. still out? Was yeah, he, I think so. Yeah. Okay, yeah, palace clean. Yeah, he's not going to be uh what's it called when you kip up? Yeah, kip up. <laughs> He's not going to be kipping up this week. No. Um, I mean, we we kind of threw it away because it's like two big name teams against each other. But we talked about we we did mention it earlier. Like Spurs might score four goals home Chelsea. Like I don't think that's unreasonable. 
Yeah, I just I'm I'm going through all these weird intangible like uh narratives of like oh, you know, the the players, the Chelsea players won't want to lose to Mourinho. That'd be humiliating or like I don't know, there's just like there's too many it's still like super fat Frank against Mourinho. You know, it's still like this team's been shambolic all season at the back against, you know, a front four of Kane, Son, Ali and Lucas. Like I don't know. I just feel like you think Spurs goals. are going to do Chelsea? I guess that's my gut right now. I mean, it's definitely in recency bias because Chelsea have been so fucking bad lately. But I could see, all I'm saying is I could see goals for Spurs. I definitely see like them scoring two plus, like maybe three, maybe four. I don't oh, know. I, I think it's a BTTS fixture. If, that's uh, a BTTS over. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know, maybe actually, just over. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I get baited by the both teams to score, and it's like I only am really confident in one of the teams to score. Jonah, what is the best value to fa- be found right now at striker or in midfield? Oh, like positionally? I think we covered the striker. Um, best cheap sub 4 6 defender not named Kelly. Oh. Uh, as, we, as we both sort our FPL pages by defenders. Isn't Gaz 4-5? Gaz? Uh, he didn't even start today, though. Oh, he didn't start. Okay, I, I was working. I didn't see the game or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. What happened? He got benched? I think he's oh, not. I think all of knock. their defenders are knocked. Yeah, I think, honestly, yeah. they all are knocked, and I don't know what's happening there. Um, I mean, I still think the Sheffield United guys are fine. Like, yeah, they, who, who's left? That's like Baldock's like 4-9 now or something, right? Um. Yeah, he probably went up. I mean, Egan is there. Basham is still there. Oh, he, O'Connell. Yeah, Basham's still a wing back. Like, okay. they're they're all, all those guys are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? I mean, I I'm obsessed with Brighton. I, in good fixtures, I still expect them to clean. Dude, you love the goals. Is it is it because we uh, I'm, we I'm a goal them? merchant. Well, I think we FIFA, we play FIFA as them partially because I love them <laughs> because I've I've very much enjoyed watching them all season and I think everyone who watched Monday Night Football today was like holy shit they're so good I'm like how are they Barcelona and then also <laughs> I saw them in person at Anfield and they were incredible uh, they were so good like in possession and their passing and stuff and I'm just like I'm just amazed that this team that was like the most negative piece of shit team ever under Hutton for like two or three seasons. Potter just shows up and they're just instantly playing like some of the prettiest possession football play out the back in the league. Like yeah, Emery, Emery can think about how long Emery was at Arsenal and Arsenal still can't play out the back. <laughs> and yeah. Potter is there for like two months and they're like third best team behind Liverpool and City at playing out the from the back. Dude, Potter for Ars. Potter just up the Potters, dude. He's he know they know yeah, they no, resigned him. You're right. It's like it's like uh, showing up to prom and like the most hideous girl in the <laughs> class is just looking fucking beautiful and the music hits and she's walking down the <laughs> stairs and all that. Yeah, God. Yeah, everyone's talking about Potter. You're you're in on the weed. Yeah, man. Dude. Did you did you catch that the other day on Slack? Wait, no. Uh, what are you talking about? Um, apparently, like the the derogatory nickname for the seagulls is the weed because, like, the seaweed. What? This this was from I think uh, the Eggman Oghash was talking about this. 
he was he was going into the <laughs> the Brighton Palace rivalry. I oh, think yeah, he's a palace he's, guy. he's a palace like ultra. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was he was just referring to them as the weed, and someone was like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, sorry, we called them weed for seaweed." Oh my god, it's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> it's, um, pretty good. Adam, it's pretty good. Adam Beasley is Schmeichel still a better choice than Guaita, especially if having Schmeichel means I can't have Matto. So would you rather have Guaita and Matto or Schmeichel and some other guy? Um I like Guaita and Matto, because I think Matto is a season keeper. Oh really? I'm I don't I don't agree on Matto. Um okay. and therefore I take I take the other option. Um, yeah. I just I think I think Lester's going to finish the season with more cleans than anyone. I don't disagree with that, but I think Palace have been pretty resolute lately. And then today, dude, they draw one one. Guaita gets nine saves and Max Bones. Oh, he had nine saves. <laughs> yeah, and last week he had three saves and Max Bones. Like I get Ryan. Look at me, fucking idiot. I'm the worst at picking keepers ever. <laughs> I get Ryan because he's good on Bones. And Guaita's Bones last four three three one one. His points are eight ten eight eight. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Palace's <laughs> fixtures. I, I didn't realize it's ridiculous. they're they good so till March. Absurd up until yeah, it's only the end of the season where they turn. Yeah, they're, they're good until game like 31 away Liverpool. Yeah, they have, they have one bad fixture from now until then, which is game like 23 away City. Okay, yeah, I, I think yeah, you, yeah, you, I got to go with what you said, uh, Guaita. So the thing is, the other reason why I agree is because even though I don't think Mado is the guy. There's a lot of other good guys in that price bracket. So, okay. yeah, get Guaita and a 7-5 whatever dude, Matto or whoever, dude. and you're in, yeah. a good, you're in good shape. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so – it's just like a meme at this point how bad I am at picking keepers. It's a fucking <laughs> joke. Um, Johnny D wrote a question for Derek who's not on the pod, so I'm not doing that. Oh, Let me, let me read three of these really quick. Or we could dial him uh, in. No, <laughs> I don't want to dial him in. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think that's pretty good. I think we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, all right, let's move on. So, Captain C this week, we did get one question about it. Balski said, Captain choices look bleak. Would you look to bring in a man new asset to Captain away over? Over bringing in a Spurs player, I guess because on paper they have the good fixture. Uh, I'd ra- I'd rather captain actually all of the Spurs players except Kane over Rashford. <laughs> I, I was going to say something like that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would yeah. much rather captain Son, Ali, or Lucas, and honestly, maybe Kane because he loves a darb more than anything. Yeah. Over Rashford. I mean, I am not comfortable at all captaining Rashford. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we covered that uh, the the London fixture is a BTTS and over type of game. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, pick your spud. Why not? Um, I, so I don't know. You personally, you, who are you personally captaining? Uh, right what now, is it looking like now, I think yeah. Private Son. I think you're going to have to do lineup lambs this week, by the way, because you, oh, you okay. deputized on pod. I'm going to need your lamb. So you're you're on sun right now. 
Yeah, I was I was looking at Jimenez too, but they're you know that's goal and assist max, which is fine. But I and that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think if Norwich, I had Jimenez, I would I would cap him over Spurs guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I might I, even bring him in like to captain him. I'm not. I, I, don't know. I think what we're saying right now though is like any United fan is going to think we're fucking idiots, right? Like, like. A United fan thinks like, "Oh, we're at Watford. That's great. Like, captain a United guy. Why are we not seeing it that way?" Well, it depends on the fan. I mean, I think if you talk to Davy Boy, he'll be like, "No, we suck. Why would you captain any of our players?" Because he's like realistic. I think if you just ask a rando fan, they're always going to be like very biased, and we're trying our best to not be, I guess, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very simple answer because they fucking drop points and shit the bed versus bad teams for fun. Yeah. They yeah. do that With all season regularity, and it, last season you can and the season before that. Reasonably so. expect it. Yeah, so they're away against a new manager, Bounce Wofford, who played really well against Liverpool and set up really well defensively. And yeah, so that's why. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, Spurs players probably fine. Jimenez, I think, is really good. Is there anyone else? They, these fixtures are rough. Yeah, I, it's hard, man. I don't see it any. I, I don't see anything else. Like, I don't know. You might Lundstrom. as well fucking Captain Rico at home, Burnley. Like, Lund- like what the Lundstrom. fuck? Yeah. yeah, right. Like, I mean, if, God, one day, are you ever gonna gonna cap Pointstrom? Maybe. I mean. Maybe one day. I would never cap him against my beloved. Yeah, not, not against the weed, but yeah, the weeds. <laughs> maybe the maybe weeds. another day. I'd love to do it. I just this isn't the week for me. Yeah, this is a really rough captaincy week. Um, I mean, I really think that between Spurs and Jimenez, that those are like all of my favorite captains. And I'm not seeing someone else that like I really want and wish I had, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, is Tammy even a shout? No, I mean... Yeah, not after what we saw the other day. I mean, it's still the minutes. I, You know, he stayed on and played 90 because they were losing. It's still the minutes. It's still like a knock. I mean, I don't know. Spurs are home. Maybe if Chelsea were home and looking a little better. But I think Spurs are home, and I think... Spurs def- defenders are just so much better than Chelsea's. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's the actual line on that? I wonder. I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, we should have just been going through the betting lines. We should have just done like a Toronto bet. Yeah, the over under is only three. Love the over there. Oh, it's only three. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, you're on Sun. I'm on Ollie right now. I might bring in Jimenez and cap him. It's I don't know, weird, weird captain week. So what transfers are you looking at? Uh I, I have two frees in the bank. Um I'm gonna drop Robo and then I'm I was looking at uh I I'm trying to think two weeks ahead and see how I'm gonna get Mo in. Um so it's it's I'm definitely dropping Robo. I don't I really don't know what to do with that mount spot. Um I might drop someone else just to later upgrade mount to um Mo. 
Right. Well, you don't have to do it this week, but if there's someone yeah. else better this week, then yeah, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I think I might just drop Robbo to Kelly this week, roll a transfer, and have two next week to like really do what I want to do. Yeah, I'm looking at something similar. I think I think getting like planning to get Mo or Mane is is a good time to do that. And I also have Tamori, so Tamori to Kelly frees up money and gets me someone I can play this week in Kelly. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at that. Unfortunately, Kelly just price rose, which is fucking annoying. I know. Yeah, I saw that right before that's, we started potting. That's really fucking annoying. Yeah. But you know, that's life. Um, yeah, I think simple. I also have two freeze. Simple plan ahead. If I if I do do a double move, it might be like Tamorian Kane for Jimenez um, and someone. And then I, and if I do do that, I probably captain Jimenez. But don't know. Okay. Do you think it's stupid to get rid of Kane before home derby, or is that, or am I just being dumb by even considering holding him another week? Uh, uh, it, it's I I don't I'm not a fan of thinking of things like oh it's a darb he always turns up for a darb yeah like, I know I, that's why I feel yeah. stupid even thinking about it but it, yeah because yeah, that shit is all bias yeah. Uh, I don't know. It like I think they're going to be goal. We, you know, they're going to be goals. Therefore, you should want the guy who's a striker on the team you think's going to win in a goal fest. But right, you're going to want to get rid of him down the line anyway. He's not really a striker. He's like a fucking left back. So yeah, I don't it's, want that guy. Maybe this is a good. This is a good week to have a differential like him. I fuck like it's I mean, the last his numbers are bad since Mourinho's been there I mean yes he has three goals but if you look at expected goals and he's averaging like 0.26 since you know per match since Mourinho and and way low on XA also since Mourinho so like very bad actively bad what what's the alter like what who else are you looking to move out I mean I'm I oh who else am I looking to move out yeah I mean I still have Pulisic I still have Tammy, but I think Kane is the worst guy out of all of these guys. Yeah, I mean, being that this week, unless you were like really set on bringing in Rashford or something, then well, I, it would probably be Jimenez, and part of that is because the fixture this week is really good, and I can captain him. Yeah, but he's got the two best teams after I that. Know. <laughs> I know, I know. Like I know this is one good fixture, but I would just avoid for three weeks and pick him up after the two tough matches. Yeah. Um. I yeah. like if I were I'm looking at your team right now. I would I would probably just do Tamori to Kelly, and then yeah, that's that's what we talked about. Because that's yeah. then you're bringing in a clean, and you're you're still saving a transfer. Like you're just you're doing better this week, and you're primed to make a better move next week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like that thinking. We'll see you on Lambs. Um, let me slap some asses. We got four new signups to our Patreon. We got Fred Hilton, Eli Salter, Nathan Murphy, six foot eight Australian child, and Andrea Paris. Thanks so much for signing up. Slap that fucking ass. 
Um, anything else? Any last words, or should we just get out of here? Just uh, best wishes to Walsh. Whatever uh, ailments got him down. <laughs> yeah, he's not match fit. We need him fit for Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like I didn't really bring the laughs this time, but like I skipped dinner. I don't know. Maybe I'm not in a great mood or something. Well, there. Uh, yeah, this wasn't like a, a laughing pod because there's just so much shit to get through. So I hope yeah. I wasn't too serious with you, but there was just a lot of shit. Yeah, well, um, thanks for following uh, me up again. <laughs> yeah, no, you next um, time. Jack goes out at FMLPL.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLPL. Support us at Patreon.com slash FMLPL. Subscribe, rate, review, cheer! Sports Social Podcast Network.